Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. I'm Christian Karasevich, and you're listening to episode 120 of the Launch Your Live show. This week, we're going to talk about camera angles for live streaming, whether you can use them to help you create a more engaging broadcast. Now, for those of you who are new here, the Launch Your Live show is designed to help you level up your live streams, whether that's learning what equipment to use, how to improve your internet speeds. In this case, whether you should be using camera angles in your live streams or learning from a number of other live streamers who we've interviewed on the show. With that, this is episode 120. If you want to, by the way, go and check out some of the other episodes, all you have to do is go to launchyour.live forward slash podcast, and you'll be able to check out all the different episodes. We'd also love it if you would leave a review. So we're going to talk about camera angles for live streaming. We're going to take a look at some different camera angles that you can use when live streaming and also talk about how they can help you make your live streams more engaging for your viewers, because really that's the goal of live streaming. It's all about the viewers. It's not about you. Yes, it's good that you have a message, but you want to make sure that you are focusing on your viewers, trying to make it the most engaging live stream that you've been on or that you produce. And here's the thing. When we talk about camera angles, it's actually not a very complicated thing to really do. If you think about any kind of TV show that you watch or a movie or just any sort of event, you know, it's all about giving the viewer the best experience possible. Uh, let's give you a quick example. So let's say you're watching a baseball game and you have a camera angle that is showing, for example, you'll see a baseball game, you'll see it cut to, you know, a view of the pitcher getting ready to deliver the ball. You'll then see a shot that is, you know, almost like it's looking from like the outfield in to kind of give you an idea of like, you know, where people might be positioned. You'll then get a shot that's a close-up of, for example, the batter, whether they're swinging, for example, or, you know, maybe they're, you know, uh, focusing on like maybe the person's position, right? And so here's the thing. All these different shots, they're creating what's called pattern interrupt, which we'll talk about in a minute. However, what they are doing is they're also making that live stream much more exciting. Just think about it. If you had to watch a baseball game and you had one view and it was watching all of the players on the field and the pitcher and the batter and not really being able to see some of that detail, right? It really can make the live stream seem kind of boring and flat. Now, while that's just one example, that's a sports example. You know, we could even say the same thing for an interview. If you're doing an interview with somebody and you have a shot of yourself and it's a talking head, it's you on screen and you happen to have a guest as well. And let's say the shot's always on you, for example, your full screen, or the shot's always on your guest. That can get really boring, right? And you also miss out on certain details of the live stream. So, for example, you get to catch or capture the reaction of the guest and the host. For example, you know, you can also capture some nice moments between the guest and the host together individually when certain questions are being asked. So, basically, as you can tell, live streaming. You know, you don't just want to have a camera fixate on yourself and be talking to the camera the entire time. 
that does work now if you're the only person broadcasting it and that's kind of your goal, but still you want to make sure there is, you know, a, an interruption in the pattern because otherwise people are going to get bored with that because every episode is going to look the same. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about obviously, you know, using multiple cameras um, and how you can incorporate them into your broadcast and make your live streams much more exciting for viewers. So we talked about camera angles, you know, so camera angles, there's lots of different ones you can go with. Uh, but the whole point of a camera angle is to give a viewer a different view than just that straight on view. And a lot of times, you know, we start with one view and that first view is looking right at our webcam because that's what we have. We have a external webcam on the top of our laptop or we've got one on top of a monitor. We've got one sitting, you know, in a computer screen, for example. And so lots of, you know, that's the whole point of kind of having a, a camera angle, like, right? That window from the camera gives a person a glimpse into, you know, who the person is on screen, what they're like, you know, their setup, for example, as well. So all these things kind of play together if you kind of think about it. So camera angles are important. They do matter. So let's talk about some of those different camera angles that exist. And then we're going to talk about some ways you can kind of create that pattern interrupt. And then some of the ways you can potentially incorporate some of these camera angles. So Types of camera angles. A lot of people go with the single camera. This is basically one camera. It's usually your laptop or a webcam built into the laptop or a DSLR or a smartphone. Basically, it's one camera. It's a one camera shot. It's usually done if you're a solo broadcaster and it's you just talking to the camera, right? Think of it like this. You're talking to your viewers. You're looking into the lens, talking to your viewers. That's a single camera angle. Now, then you're going to also have other people that have a behind the scenes look. And a behind the scenes look is basically a camera that is not facing you, but it might be facing angled off to your side behind you. So it gives people, you know, a look into maybe you're recording something or, you know, it gives them, you know, a view of the back of your head uh, with you doing some sort of action. You know, benefit to behind the scene shot a lot of times is it just creates that pattern interrupt. So, you know, it could be, um, you know, depending on really the type of live stream, it could be, you know, a view just to kind of switch things up. So instead of looking always at the front of the camera at you, it's cutting to some of those you know shots of you doing something, for example, maybe taking notes, things like that. Uh, a lot of times, by the way, behind the scenes shots also, you know, a lot of people will do a behind the scenes camera angle um, if they're doing some sort of like unboxing video or things like that, or they want to do a product demo or, or whatnot. They do that because they don't want it to just be them in front of the camera the entire time. Another type of camera angle you want to consider is the overhead shot. Now, this is a very simple shot to achieve. A lot of times it's basically just having a second camera and it's either going to be positioned like it's going to be facing you, but it's not going to be your main camera. So it might be a wider shot so people can see like your desk and they can see you actually recording and, you know, whatnot. The other way people will use the overhead shot is, you know, they'll use it for unboxing videos. They'll use it for you know, if they need to demonstrate something, just think of it like this. If you are a crafter or a maker, would you like to see a shot that's just you looking into the camera, talking to it? No, you want to see overhead shots. You want to see shots of somebody using the product, for example, to make something. You know, for example, if you're telling me how to paint something or how to, you know, put something together, or how to sew something, right? You want to have that overhead shot because it's not about me on screen. It's about using what I'm doing. So an overhead shot, great shot to have. Another type of camera angle you want to consider is 
a wide shot. And this is, again, this is another view. It, it's a pattern interrupt. So it's not just you being in front of the camera the entire time. It's not a behind the scenes shot of the back of your head. You know, it's a wide shot of, for example, you know, it's, it's what your studio looks like. And here's the thing. A lot of people are afraid to show their studio. I get it. But a wide shot, you know, can also show people like, wow, what kind of environment is that person recording? Is it a really, you know, is it a really like small space? You know, is it a shot where, you know, um, in addition to having a small space, is it like, wow, they've got a lot of stuff all over the place or wow, they run their wire. They got a lot of wires running, things like that stuff you normally don't see, right? It's a good shot to give people. Um, other ways you can use that wide shot, you know, you can use a single camera close up where you're looking at the camera and then you could maybe move to a wide shot. For example, if, you know, if you want to give people, like if you're doing a cooking demo, a close up would be great for you talking to the camera, you know, talking about like what kind of ingredients, things like that. And then a wide shot would be great to actually show all the different ingredients, your setup, for example. You know, if you're doing a cooking demo or cooking demonstration, you're going to have, chances are you're going to have bowls of items out that need to be incorporated into the dish. So you're going to have all these, you know, items. And this is going to give people, you know, a better view of what your setup is, what kind of space they might need, for example, to accomplish something similar. Now, other ways that you would use that wide shot, you know, I mentioned cooking demonstrations. If you're producing workout videos, Think of it like this. If you're doing a single camera view and it's you in front of the camera and you're like, hey, I'm going to show you how to do some exercises. You want a wide shot so that people can see your entire body. They want to see you doing those exercises so that they can then incorporate them into their workout. So you want to make sure you have a wide shot. So as you can see, like wide shots you know, can be a great way uh, for just about any kind of live streamer. Now, another type of camera angle you want to consider is the close-up shot. Again, goes back to that. I gave the example of baseball and how you'd show a shot of the, you know, an angle of the pitcher, you know, getting ready to take the windup, delivering the ball, and then it cuts to a close-up of the batter swinging, for example, or it cuts to a close-up of the batter striking out. So a close-up shot, let's put that in regular terms here. If you're doing a cooking demonstration, you don't want to see a wide shot or a single camera shot of just you in front of the camera. You also want to see a close up of what that food looks like that was being cooked. And the reason is because, well, you want to see how, you want to see the detail of whatever dish it was they made. For example, what does the finished product look like? And if you give somebody, you know, and uh, if you give them like an overhead shot, that's that's pretty good for something like that. But you know, if you give them like a wide angle shot or you know. You have a shot where like it's, you know, the behind the scenes, like it's kind of the wrong shot, right? Having the right camera angle can really help this. So for example, you know, that close up shot of the food really helps sell. Wow. That's a really awesome looking dish. I want to learn how to make that same thing for unboxing videos. It's one thing to be in front of the camera and just hold up the box and be like, Hey, here's what's in it. However, when people are able to get, you know, an overhead shot to see you actually unboxing it and then they get a close up of, wow, what's actually in that box, it makes it more intriguing and more engaging to your viewers. Same thing for a workout. You know, if you want to demonstrate, you know, a certain exercise, you want to make sure you have a close up so people understand because the thing with exercise is a lot of times it's it's the form, it's the way that, you know, you're putting your body, you're positioning your body. It's not about like, oh, you're lifting a lot of weight. You want to make sure you're in the right form. That's what's going to help you, for example, 
be better at exercising. So you want to make sure you have some close-up shots mixed in there. Now, there's lots of ways that you can go about adding some of these uh, additional shots. One of those, by the way, we use StreamYard for that. You can check that out at launchyour.live forward slash go forward slash StreamYard. And you can add additional cameras that way. There's quite a few. You should go check it out. A uh, great product for live streaming. So in addition to using StreamYard, you can also use other products. There's things such as an ATEM Mini Pro, which will allow you to plug in multiple cameras and you can push one button to quickly switch between all these different cameras. Uh, they do have to be DSLR cameras, uh, but that is another great way to help you have multiple cameras. And really the only thing you have to do in terms of setting up multiple cameras is this. So you have to get said cameras, but you need to figure out, well, what kind of shots do I need? You know, you may not need an overhead shot, a wide shot, and like a single camera shot. Like that's going to typically be what most people are going to want, but some people are just going to need, you know, hey, I need a close-up shot of me. I need a close-up shot of my guests. So I get that from their location. And then, you know, I have a layout, for example, StreamYard has this where it shows both guests, for example. So I have three different camera angles that I can kind of cut between. And again, you kind of stitch these together as you are producing your broadcast. So they become, you know, shots, part of your run of show of, well, what's the first shot going to be? Hey, the first shot's going to be, you know, Christian on camera. Next shot's going to be bringing our guest in full screen. Great. Another angle we're going to cut to, you know, once we have both parties on, we're going to cut to a shot that includes both parties. So we can kind of get their facial expressions, you know, when they're answering questions and things like that. Right. And again, all this leads to creating pattern interrupt. This is basically breaking the common pattern that viewers are used to seeing. And there's so much, again, pattern interrupt doesn't have to be something that like, it's not something you do like once either. So pattern interrupt is something that you're going to do it. And then once you're finished with it, um, you're going to then, you know, like you may do it just a handful of times during live stream, but um, some people, you know, they, they do it quite often. So, you know, again, it's not about having so much pattern interrupt that it confuses people, but it's about being, you know, being sure that you're not just showing like one shot of me on camera it's a shot of me. I'm on camera for maybe a couple minutes. And then we cut to maybe our guest. And then, hey, we cut back to a full shot of the two of us, depending on what the topics are. So other things to consider when you're adding camera angles for live streaming, do they actually help? And I told you this before. The answer is yes, they actually do. So the reason they work is because they create that pattern interrupt, but it also helps heighten the quality of your live streams. You know, your live streams can get very, very, very boring if it's just you talking to the camera the entire time. And so you want to make sure that you have incorporated, you know, various uh, camera angles into your live stream. Now, a couple other things you want to consider. And I told you this at the beginning. If you look at anything that you watch on TV, a lot of times there's pattern interrupt going on. There's camera angles that are happening. And all you need to do is kind of pick out those patterns. Like, why did they use that close up or why do they cut to a wide angle of somebody? And the reason is because obviously it's that pattern interrupt, but it also comes down to this. It comes down to what you are live streaming about. You know, when you look at shows like QVC or Home Shopping Network, these are shopping shows. And so what they're doing, their goal is to sell product, right? So they have a little bit of FaceTime with one host and another host, and then they have a wide angle shot, maybe showing the person using the product. 
But then they actually cut to close-ups of that. And they cut to close-ups because they want you to see the detail of the product. Because think about it like this. If you're trying to sell me something and you're just showing me like the two of you talking and then you're trying to sell me something, that's not going to sell me on buying anything. I need to see, I want to see what the product actually does. I want to see maybe a close-up of the fit, the finish, certain things I need to be you know, considerate of when I am considering buying that product. So that gets me to you know that goal of making sure that the camera angles that you use fit the type of broadcast. And here's the thing. A lot of people, they start out with that very basic broadcast. It's just them on screen with a camera in front of them. And that's not a bad thing. But the thing you have to remember is you want to make sure that whatever camera angles you add to your live streams, that they fit the type of broadcast you're doing. So for example, if you're doing an interview, you're going to want to have a single shot of you, a single shot of your guest, a shot of the two of you, for example. So this way you're switching between these. And the reason is because this also then lets people kind of understand like, well, why is, you know, this person asked a really good question. Hey, let's see what the other person thinks about it. Kind of catching their reaction, right? So it can actually help make your live streams a lot better. So, you know, again, that's like if you're doing an, an interview show, you know, another thing to add into an interview show, screen sharing. For example, if you're doing an interview show with somebody and, you know, you're like, you have a portion of your show written into your run of show or how your show flow goes. You want people to also check out, like, you know, you want them to be able to experience what you're talking about, right? And so that's where maybe you switch to a shot of you sharing your screen and you talking over that screen or a picture in picture feature, something like that, right? All these different layouts, these camera angles and layouts are going to help make your live streams more engaging for your viewers and keep them tuning in for longer. So a couple other, you know, types of, uh, Angles, your reasons to consider camera angles. Again, if you're doing a show about shopping, the main thing is you want to sell the product. It's not about you. So it's less of you, more close ups of the product, more shots of the product, more shots of the product in action. So you got to kind of keep that in mind. If you're, for example, selling food, you're doing a cooking show, it's not about you. Yes, you are on screen talking about it and actually cooking something. That's where like a behind the scenes shot or like, you know, wide shot is going to be helpful. But you want to make sure that in that case, you're focusing on what the actual uh, food looks like, how easy the dish is to make, you know, how to actually place it in the dish, things like that, so that your viewers are going to understand what's going on. They're also going to understand, you know, what they need to be doing if that's just something they're trying to learn how to do. So hopefully, you know, that makes sense in terms of, you know, just understanding that you need to have different camera angles, but you need to make sure they fit what type of broadcast you're doing. So with that, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode, all about camera angles for live streaming. Can't stress it enough. I mean, setting up multiple camera angles is very easy. You've got a webcam built into your laptop. You might have an external webcam. If you've got those two things, that means now you could have two additional camera angles. The other one could be like, if you've got a smartphone, that could be a third camera angle. So you could have easily a shot of you, a second shot of maybe a behind the scenes shot and a third shot of a smartphone on a tripod and have that, for example, be focusing on like your hands, focusing on you making something. So, you know, as you can see, it's, it's very easy. You have most of the equipment you need. The only thing you're going to need, for example, is just going to be, well, how does my show flow look like? What does it look like? What does the run of show look like? So that's how you can go about leveraging camera angles for live streaming. 
Um, just want to highlight just a couple of quick resources for you. Uh, for those of you looking to build an engaged audience on your live streams, be sure you check out episode 92 at launchyour.live slash EP92, where we talk about eight ways to build an engaged live stream audience. For those of you who need a live stream workflow, we have a great episode at launchyour.live slash EP109. That's all about live streaming made easy. For those of you looking for different cameras, we have a great episode on that at launcher.live slash EP113. Go check that one out because that one's all about different cameras that you can get. Remember this, if you've got an old webcam sitting around, you can actually repurpose it as an additional camera angle. And then if you want to check out StreamYard, all you have to do is go to launcher.live slash go forward slash StreamYard. But I want to thank you for joining us for episode 120 of the Launcher Live show, where we talked about camera angles for live streaming you know, different, uh, different angles that you can leverage, uh, why you want to include certain ones in certain shots, given the type of stream that you're doing and so forth. Um, don't forget, we have a free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash launch your live. But this has been episode 120. Uh, if you want to check out more of this, just go to launch.live slash EP120. With that, we'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.